When I was little, my grandparents used to tell me the stories of ghosts and demons residing at mountains. They told me about the evil powers and how the good powers overcame them. I never thought that those stories might be based on true incidents. Because of this project, I started exploring some baffling mysteries and look where it got me. Himalayas have always been a mystery to the world. The mountains contain a world of secrets. Whether it's because of the continuous ongoing research or the religious beliefs or because of the yogis and aghoris. Yogis are known as the immortal beings who have attained siddhi. Aghoris are the devotee of Lord Shiva and Maa Kali. It is said that these gurus have been living for hundreds of years involved in meditation. Some have also seen these gurus living without clothes in this freezing weather of Himalayas. It is both miracle and mystery itself. But I chose a specific mountain today to explore its mystery. The name is Kanchanjunga. The incidents or the stories I am going to state have come from verified sources. The purpose of this episode is purely informative and not to hurt the sentiments of any religious sects and also not to spread superstitions. Let's begin the exploration. Nestled in snow on Nepal's Sikkim border lies Kanchanjunga, India's highest and world's third highest mountain. It has a lot of religious relevance and has been a subject of controversy as well as mystery for a multitude of reasons. The name Kanchanjunga literally means five treasures of the snow, referring to the Kanchanjunga's five peaks. The name is the mixture of Tibetan words Kang which means snow, Chen which means big, Zo which means treasury and Nanga means five. The five treasures of the mountains are salt, gold, precious stones, sacred scriptures and invincible armor. Out of five, three peaks of this range lay at the border of India and Nepal and two lay entirely in Nepal. From India, Kanchanjunga is accessible through the northeastern state, Sikkim. The trek to Goichala takes you to the base of this humongous mountain. Goichala is all about the viewpoint from where you get to see the northeast face of this mighty mountain. Kanchanjunga is regarded as one of the holiest peaks and held highest in importance to the Buddhist and people of Lepcha tribe. That being said, Kanchanjunga has a lot of mystical stories woven around it. People who have climbed and seen Kanchanjunga up front certify that it is not only one of the world's tallest mountains but also one of the most dangerous ones, making it the second least climbed peak only after Annapurna peak. This is not only due to the technical reasons but because of the various mysteries and baffling incidents that surround this peak. It is believed that spirits reside at Kanchanjunga's peak 
and out of respect for these spirits a promise was made to the chogyal which means monarch of the former kingdom of sikkim that the summit shall remain inviolate no one has ever stood on the summit of kanchenjunga ever joe brown and george band were the first ones to climb the peak on 25th of may 1955 but in accordance with the promise made with then chogyal ruler the two stopped few feet below the summit the chogyal ruler allowed the duo to embark on their expedition to climb kanchenjunga only on the promise that they will not climb the peak and will stop few feet before as the mountain is considered to be the abode of divine forces Kanchenjunga is said to be the home to the mountain deity called Zonga a type of yeti or rakshasa that roams its slopes some worship the yeti as they believe that the deity protects them from outsiders in 1925 a british geological expedition spotted a bipedal creature they questioned the locals they referred to it as the kanchenjunga demon the sighting of the yeti or the demon is also mentioned in many of the tales that revolve around this mountain according to some legends yeti is a form of devil that is capable of taking different shapes from even a small bird to a huge monster it dwells at this mountain in 1951 two british mountaineers Eric Shipton and Michael Ward photographed the footprints. Each one was about 13 inches wide and 18 inches long. When Douglas Freshfield explored the approaches to Kanchenjunga, he declared that the mountain was protected by the demon of inaccessibility. Douglas was an American lawyer and a mountaineer. He has also written a book named round kanchenjunga after his exploration when i was searching online i came across a guy named sid who introduced himself as a himalayan kid as he lives there he had many stories to tell some were folklore when asked about yeti or such supernatural creatures he told an incident that his great grandfather witnessed he told that His late great-grandfather was promoted to Kalimpong region during the British Raj in 1905. He was very tough and one of the greatest officers at that time. One day, the pregnant cow he owned went missing. He and some of his staff members started searching for her. There were no signs of the cow, but they saw a very thin flow of blood spots. They started following that flow. Approximately after a kilometer the thin flow of blood suddenly started climbing up a gigantic tree and lo he and his staff members saw a yeti with the dead pregnant cow still in its jaws looking at them how they escaped from that is a miracle it took many sessions with the local chakri which means priests for them to get over the long haired yeti incident his great grandfather left the job and never returned to that place again people who live at its base in sikkim called the lepcha 
believe that first two humans from whom all mankind descends were engendered from the snow on Kanchenjunga's peak. Thus, the Lepcha call themselves the children of snowy peaks. The Lepcha tribe believes to be created out of the snow at Kanchenjunga. They consider it as a really sacred peak. They also believe that the first two humans were born on this peak and thus it holds a key position in the origin of mankind as well. Lepchas believe in a terrestrial paradise, similar to the Tibetan idea of a Bayul, though they call their promised land Mail Lang. Ma is the word for hidden, Yel means eternal and Lang is the word for land. This is where the mother goddess Na Dzong Nyo makes her home somewhere in the upper regions surrounding Kangchenjunga. The migratory birds passing through Sikkim are said to fly into Mile Lang where they build their nests and lay eggs. According to Lepchats, their ancestors lived in this valley which is supposed to be somewhere in the upper regions of these huge mountains. The valley is a gateway to immortality and no human being is allowed to set foot in this valley. According to the legends, the valley is protected by the demons and the path to it is blocked by a huge rock that no one can move. There is an interesting tale about Mile Lang. It tells about a fisherman who was traveling upriver into the mountains and suddenly finds himself in an extremely beautiful valley. There he met an elderly couple who welcomed him into their home, offering food and shelter. The fisherman was fed and happily slept without knowing the surprise he was about to get. The next morning, when he wakes up, the fisherman discovers that two children playing outside and the elderly couple were nowhere to be found. When he asked the children, they laughed and told him that they were the same elderly couple from the previous day. All the inhabitants of this valley pass through a lifetime every day, from infancy at daybreak and childhood until noon, they continue aging until midnight. With each new day, the cycle begins again and in this way they never die. These stories are told and retold for generations. The tale of Valley of Immortality is well known to both the original inhabitants of the area, the Lepcha people, and those of the Tibetan Buddhist cultural tradition. In the Tibetan culture, this valley is known as Beul Domoshong. I have also come across some incidents that sparked the curiosity more. The first one happened in the year 1963. Tulshuk Lingpa, a Tibetan monk, led 12 followers up Kangchenjunga. They were in search of a gateway, a split in reality that would bring them into an unseen land of perpetual bliss. Tulshuk is said to have been holding a bundle of scriptures and chanting certain sacred syllables aloud while he made his way up. Suddenly, a large body of snow and ice slid swiftly down the mountainside. The world was vanished and engulfed in a white mass of snow. Tulshuk disappeared underneath it. Some say he found the valley of immortality down there. 
The second one happened in the year 1992. A Polish mountain climber named Wanda attempted to climb Kanchenjunga. Wanda aimed to be the first woman to earn the Himalayan crown and set a world record by climbing all 14 of the world peaks that stand over 8000 meters tall. She vanished into thin air and her body was never to be found. She is presumed to have frozen to death. Another such incident was when a climber heard some voices arguing on the glacier. While some guided him forward, others wanted him to die. He then felt a spirit presence, arguably of a previous climber, that guided him to his tent safely. Inherently because of the extreme lack of oxygen and testing terrain, hallucinations are common amongst climbers. Having said that, some of these climbers are convinced that they have seen spirits, apparitions, demons and heard voices too. Lots of climbers have described their experience of coming across supernatural activities at Kanchenjunga, which scientific study claims to be story made by the mind due to high altitude effect. The Indian government banned the expeditions to Kanchenjunga in the year 2000 when an Austrian team had tried to conquer the mighty summit in exchange for $20,000. The Buddhist sentiments were visibly heard. Dhammapa, a local monk, acclaimed that they cannot allow people to hurt their religious sentiments in the name of tourism. Sikkim's former chief minister has also said that the ban on the expeditions is a gesture of respect for the religious sensitivities of these people who regard the mountain as deity. It was later known that Sikkim's last Chogyal, Palden, never permitted anyone up the mountain. That's when the ban was enforced. Since then, every climber has respected the set rules and till date, no one has ever stepped on the summit. Kangchenjunga Peak has always been very much controversial due to beliefs and worship on the one hand and scientific reasons on the other hand. It led to a complete ban on climbing this peak from Sikkim side. Climbers and expedition teams thus stop few feet below the summit. Around 200 climbers, maybe even more, have come close to the summit, a quarter of which have died in the attempt. The reason behind their death is still a mystery. Even if for a minute we assume that all of this has a scientific reason behind it, we still cannot prove it to its fullest. How do we claim that the climbers who heard the voices or saw supernaturals are lying to us? Maybe some of them were lying, but all of them? That is very unlikely. What is the reason behind the ban on the expeditions which has still not been uplifted? Are there spirits in the upper regions of the mountain? Is there really a value of immortality? If there is not, why would one make such stories? How can we deny the possibility of it if we see the same concept in different cultures residing all over Asia? What about those footprints photographed by the British mountaineers? The world still has no idea about it. Many people living there have felt the presence of Kanchenjunga demon 
and the notable thing is that they all have characterized it in the exact way what should we call that a mere coincidence or a reality mysterious isn't it no matter how much human race progress some questions will always remain unsolved some mysteries will always remain as mysteries would you like to trek in the unfathomable region of kanchenjunga and say hello to the yeti if there is any